For the benefit of those with flash photography. Greatest is also my favourite in WWE and in modern times it's probably a little bit cliche and there's probably a little bit of recency bias but when I think about it, nah, it's just my favourite. It's the 2020 Royal Rumble return, uh, of course. It's one of, if not the greatest return in Royal Rumble history for a number of reasons, I think. Um, first and foremost, it was a legitimate surprise. I remember the, and you don't get a lot of those in this era where the reporters like Sean Rossap are so good at their job that literally everything comes out. This didn't really come out. There was slivers of it, little whispers in various interviews and stuff, I believe, in the run up to the event, but they were very quickly shut down. Like, people did not want that circulating and the conversation died almost immediately. So when they came out, it was kind of like, Edge, don't be stupid. He can't take a bump anymore. What are you talking about? You'll end up paralyzed or something. It'd be awful. He can't do that. He's got family. He's got to look after his, his wife and his kids and everything. And then the music hit. It was one of the greatest pops of all time. I think I was living in a shared accommodation at the time before I moved in with my partner. And I think I woke the entire house of people <laughs> I barely knew up at four in the morning popping for this man. And the, but the, the reason this thing resonates with me so much, I think, is that it's it's quite hard sometimes at high level WWE stuff because pro wrestling is a, a drama and a soap opera and it's an act essentially, right? What you're watching, you're not watching real people, you're watching real people playing characters mostly on screen. And Edge has worn a number of different hats in his career. He's been a vampire, he's, he's dressed up in a gold bodysuit, he's had the Edge in Christian five second pose, he's had a bunch of different eras, the mad shagger post-mast hardy era, uh, different time again. Um, None of those are really reflective of the real person. It's a guy playing a TV character. But when you saw the guy come out and he's so full of excitement that he just has to sprint across the stage back and forth. And yeah, he probably hammed up the crying part a little bit. He knows what he's doing. Um, but it's just really, really nice when you see someone's earnest passion reflected in your own on the screen. Um, when you see people who are like as fired up for this, but when the person you're watching, when the person you've put on a pedestal for years and years and years, is just a human feeling real things in that moment. It must've felt incredible to him and it felt incredible to me as a viewer. And it was absolutely sensational. I've got goosebumps on my arm, literally thinking about it. So what do I think is Edge's greatest moment in WWE? Well, there have been a lot. Let's be honest, there's been a lot of incredible moments over the years. He's won all the big championships or just the big matches in general. But the thing that just always comes to my mind when I think of Edge is the cash-in. The cash-in. The first ever cash-in at New Year's Revolution 2006, when after John Cena had been battered, he was left a bloody mess after the Elimination Chamber, he comes out, he struts out with his briefcase after Vince McMahon said he was going to cash in his privileges which sounded a bit weird and he was like yeah i'm gonna do exactly that i'm gonna stun the world and he just left me as a kid in shock i was like how how is this legal how can this man just come down to the ring and just just steal the title away it was it was jaw-dropping and then it set the tone really for this briefcase from the start it was like you can literally do whatever you want with this thing at any point in any match at any time you can literally just cash this in and change your life forever and it was that moment that just took edge from being this mid-carder who had all the potential in the world to being somebody who could actually hold the world title the wwe championship i know he didn't 
didn't hold it for that long that first time, but it still just changed the perception of Edge. People just looked at him and went, you know what, yeah, I can see that guy, this absolute asshole of a heel, being the champion and just guiding this company every now and again. I think he's got it in him. And it really just set him off. I think it, it turned him into this superstar performer that we know today and it immortalized him in WWE history and that's why I think it's his greatest ever moment. Mm. Ah, can't even do it. Mm. Uh, T-Mac, I don't know where I'm going with this. Mine's kind of a cheat because it is like, it's an era more than a moment, I guess. But everything to do with Team Eck and totally reeking of awesomeness and the five second pose, I guess if I had to pick an exact moment that was the best of them, or at least that stands out in my mind right now, it'd be when Stephanie McMahon was ill backstage and it was Edge's birthday party and it was the birth of the kazoos and they did Triple H's music and it really annoyed him. Just everything about them in that entire era was absolutely incredible. They must watch TV every week. It's the, one of the one things in wrestling that I can go back and I will watch like a best of package of everything that Edge and Christian did in that era. And it will make me laugh hysterically every single goddamn time. It'll take me right back to like my wrestling fandom, like at its peak of that era. It's just absolutely incredible. And it's not, it's not just two goofballs having a bunch of fun backstage. Like these are guys who have already proved themselves as legitimate wrestlers. They'd already been through like the triangle ladder match at like WrestleMania 2000. They'd very much proved themselves in the tag team division. And then you throw in Kurt Angle, who's a legitimate Olympic uh, like champion. Uh, and you put them all together to just be the biggest goofballs that you can possibly be. Putting Kurt Angle in a goddamn chicken suit to make him train for his match. <laughs> Every moment of it, as like they come back to you as I'm thinking about it, just makes me just gleeful inside. Uh, and I just, yeah, I just want to watch all of them all over again as soon as I've done this, because it's just pure joy done by incredible wrestlers getting themselves over on the biggest stage, making tag team wrestling the biggest it possibly ever has been because of these characters. And all of that is just wonderful. When it comes to Edge, or Aaron Copeland, there was no need for me to say that, and his best WWE moments. I mean, he's had so damn many, which is why when he had to retire in 2010, 2011, everyone was like, well, no, this is, this is terrible. I mean, it would have been awful regardless, but you know, even then, he was a genuine Hall of Famer, which is why he got into the Hall of Fame. But I think for me, given that I was basically a fetus and I was growing up and I was, I was already in, super into wrestling, but you know, by this stage, it was, meant everything to me. Like, wrestling was the best. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Before we go 
any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. And it's a boring answer. I admit that. You've got to go back to WrestleMania 17, the crazy TLC match, which raised the bar for things that we're still seeing today. Jeff Hardy is swinging from the title, which is mad in itself. And what does Edge do? He climbs the ladder and he does the big old spear and they both go tumbling down to the floor. And I think you can compare this. I don't mean in terms of danger, but in terms of moments that always come back to me or if somebody says oh you know show me a clip and they're not interesting I want to go look what we can do in sports entertainment you do compare it with the likes of you know Mankind Taker, Hell in a Cell, I mean maybe Jimmy Snooker coming off the cage I mean it's one of those right where you're just like why did you do this and how did you do this and who the hell came up with the idea and then you just pitched it to the powers that be in the back and they're like yeah sure because that can go so damn wrong but You know, at that point, Edge was very much a tag team wrestler, and he would be a tag team wrestler for a good few years after that. But I suppose you could come up with the argument that maybe that's when he really started building a name for himself and went on to become, you know, what he's done today. And look, be it on SmackDown or Raw or pay-per-views or premium live events, whatever it may be, as soon as his music hits, everybody goes crazy. Now, a lot of them are going to be legacy fans, long-term fans, but a lot of them are going to be new fans as well. They've gone back and watched this content or just watched the brand new stuff that he has brought to WWE. I mean, the man, the man is so damn good. And the fact he was willing to do spots like this in order to entertain the fans, and he would have done it for himself as well, because I think they've all talked about this. You know, in the Attitude Era, you've got The Undertaker, Kane, Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind, Kurt Angle. You've got to figure out a way to stand out, which is what they all did. But, you know, in one of the best WrestleMania matches ever, that was probably the highlight of the damn thing. So I know the other guys will have mentioned a bunch of other moments, but he's got so many of them, and that's why he flipping rules. Edge's greatest moment in WWE. Well, what we've learned from Edge, especially post-2020 comeback, is the one thing he's absolutely brilliant at is nothing he does now, comedy. Uh, <laughs> when the guy was able to realize that so many people took wrestling seriously, that there was a need for some light amongst the shade, he really found himself, the rated R superstar, the guy that just had that smirk on his face when he was doing all of these evil deeds, the ultimate opportunist. It was all done as if he was a bit of a, a menace to society rather than a serious guy that said spear and dribbled everywhere. Um, and probably my favorite version of that in terms of liquid leaking from Edge's face was not when he frothed at the mouth, but when he cried tears 
for his own injury-based retirement as he played a video of Simply to the Best, set to moments of him being a complete bastard. He was forced to give up the title in 2007 during a program with Kane, so not all bad, um, but due to the injury, he had to surrender the title and nobody on SmackDown liked him, not a single person. Teddy Long was out in the ring with a smile on his face to say, Edge has got to give up the belt! But Edge was gonna pay tribute to himself. He had a Simply the Best video made in which you saw him spearing John Cena to cash in, spearing The Undertaker to cash in, spinning the belt round like it was a part of his genitalia. Different time back then. And then of course, obviously the, the stuff that led up to the injury. Cuts back to Edge, he's in the ring crying at his own brilliance on the screen and the fans were booing him all the way out the building. He came back later in the year, of course, yet again in an opportunistic way, dressed up as a cameraman in Hell in a Cell to attack The Undertaker with a camera, I think it was. And I just liked an Edge that just really loved the smell of his own farts. If he's gonna go, let it be at his own guff rather than at some super <laughs> serious moment with Randy Orton because I just don't want to watch that. The greatest moments of Edge. Where do you even start with this one? There's so many matches to choose from, so many moments to choose from. There's there's world titles, there's tag team titles, there's other singles titles, there's money in the bank cash-ins, there's Royal Rumbles, there's King of the Rings, there's retirements, there's returns, there's Hall of Fame inductions, there is kazoos, and of course there is a Japanese shampoo commercial. All of this stuff the man has done, whether it's a baby face, whether it's a heel, Edge has absolutely done it all. Um, obviously, he's been brilliant for, for years, um, well, before his retirement and after his retirement. Some would say he was even better than ever, which is quite the accolade to have. But Edge, uh, he will go down as one of the modern day greats, one of the very best of his generation. But for me, where my greatest Edge moment is concerned, it's not necessarily a match and it's not necessarily a moment from a match or a promo or a backstage vignette, or a, uh, a hype package. For me, uh, my favorite Edge moment is more about a couple of other people, and those other people are two friends of mine who uh, who happen to be brothers. Hey there, Jobskis, if you are watching this. Uh, and they also happen to be the biggest Edge fans. Uh, they've been Edge fans for as long as I can remember, for as long as Edge has been around, whether it was the, the Silent Rage Edge, whether it was The Brood, whether it was the comedy tag team, whether it was the, the initial breakout as a singles, or whether it was Mad Shagger Edge as the rated R superstar going further up the card and becoming an 11-time world champion. These friends of mine have been there for it all and have been the biggest Edge fans from day one. So, like the rest of us, when Edge was forced to retire in 2011 from neck issues, uh, my friends thought that they will never get to see Edge wrestle again. Their favorite wrestler. They had their favorite wrestler of all time removed from the chessboard and as a Bret Hart fan we I know how that feels and it's never good lots of what ifs lots of dream matches that can never happen lots of, of things that just will not be possible uh, so while it was great to see Edge return at the Royal Rumble in 2020 what a moment that was um, for me even better than that was being at Clash of the Castle last year with these two friends. Um, so uh, it's Clash of the Castle. Everybody loses their mind. My friends in particular are losing their mind when Edge comes out. Metalingus is playing. The whole of Cardiff's Principality Stadium is singing along. It's a big pay-per-view setting. It's the first major UK pay-per-view for 30 years. It's in the capital of Wales as a Welshman. It was at Cardiff. So everything just came together. So it was just, it was really special getting to witness my friends 
getting to see their favorite wrestler of all time wrestle when they thought for so long that he would never wrestle again. It was just a really cool moment, a very emotional moment. Lots of hugs. Uh, yeah, I may be in a few tears, um, but for me as well, I mean, I popped big time when Dominic Mysterio kicked Edge and his, uh, his bro nuts after the match. But yes, for me, it's not a match. It's not a, a moment from a match. My favorite Edge moment is just being there to see my pals, seeing their favorite wrestler back in action. It's a good time. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.